Hi there guys and welcome to episode 9 of the SDR Disco Call podcast. I'm your host Neil Buyan and today's guest is Alexandra Andre. She's an SDR from Barcelona who's currently working for Bluebirds. We're going to be learning how she went from Avon lady going through the interview and recruitment process to landing her job at Bluebirds, the great work she's doing with the sales hacker community as a founding member and also how she prospected me during COVID. So how does the SDR Disco Call podcast work? Well, it's actually a discovery call, hence the name. And every Tuesday at 8am, we're going to have a brand new SDR for 30 minutes and an agenda of introductions, their SDR story, and three key takeaways that they've learned to share with other SDRs. So with that in mind, let's begin. So guys, thank you so much for joining today's episode of the SDR Disco Call podcast. I've been really excited about this episode um, as the SDR guest is somebody who actually was prospecting me at the beginning of the year uh, and I loved her style. Um, I really loved the way that she was consultative and she was kind of really trying to help me out without trying to push uh, a product in my face. Um, and then we reconnected uh, later this year and we had a good chat to understand her story and I thought, you know what, we need to get this lady in. So this is uh, Alexandra Andre. Um, she's uh, from Bluebirds. And rather than me going on about who you are, uh, Alexandra, who, who are you? Welcome to the show. Kind of, kind of what's going on in your world today? Well, hi, Neil. First of all, thank you so much for having me in the show. I'm super thrilled and excited. Uh, my name is Alexandra Andre. I am SDR at Bluebirds. Just a very brief uh, intro to me, uh, to my story and for my personal background. Um, as an SDR at Bluebirds, um, I am responsible for prospecting, um, prospects like Neil, like he said it himself. <laughs> and uh, Bluebirds, in a nutshell, is a sales engagement and sales enablement platform that is built especially for the SDRs to go through their daily activity, prospect, and um, of course, give as much insight as possible into, into the research that they do. Perfect. Thank you. And uh, where are you based, Alexandra, for the people that can't see you but can hear you? Where are you based in the world? We are based in Barcelona. This is also where I live uh, right now. Hola. Perfect. Thank Hola. you. <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously uh, you're doing an SDR role at Bluebirds. Um, it's a really cool company as well. Um, with yourself uh, outside of work, like kind of what things do you get up to and what keeps you kind of happy and, uh, you know, keep going <laughs> during these yep. times? Well, what keeps me really happy and what I really enjoy doing outside of work is um, hiking and sightseeing. I also have a dog, uh, which I'm super lucky to have and get the chance to walk and just explore as much as possible. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as before we started recording our show, we did say that the dog is asleep. So listeners, we may have another special guest, uh, yes. Alexandra's doggy, who might join the podcast. So just FYI, if you have any barks in the background. Uh, but uh, they're asleep <laughs> at the moment, right? Yep, he's asleep. <laughs> but in case he wakes up, we will all get to see him. All right. Wicked. Love it. Thank you so much. So, um, Alexandra, obviously, when I was speaking to you before and I did my homework by checking out your LinkedIn, you've had a few different roles like working at Avato. You've had some involvement with Sales Hacker and you kind of came to Bluebirds. Before you went into your sales career, um, kind of what was the story like? What were you doing before sales and kind of how did you fall into sales? Right. So before sales, like you said yourself, I was working for Arvato as a customer service representative. 
Um, it was um, a project directed by the government. And of course, I was in charge of all the inbound calls. You receive a call, you're there to help the customer any way you can answer all their questions. Um, and actually, to be honest, it was a really great experience because the project itself was a startup as well. So that was also my first experience into the startup world. Nice. It was a chance to see how the project was um, came to life, how my contribution helped, how everyone's contribution helped um, build the, the project. So that was a really good experience. Um, and then from Arvado, uh, moving on to um, another role, again, within the customer service field. And um, also before that, um, I worked a little bit in sales for Avon. It was, well, at the time, I didn't think it was a sales job, to be honest. Mm. Um, so at Avon is a cosmetics company. And, um, well, my duty was I had a catalog. I had to go around and share their cosmetic products to people and try to get them to buy. Um, but at the time, I didn't think it was sales because for me, it was something that I naturally liked. Oh, I'm going to talk to my friends about perfumes and creams and lotions and stuff like that. And that was super fun. Looking back now, I see that, oh, I actually did do sales. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it wasn't. So that, that was my first introduction into sales. Uh, and then when I moved to, to Barcelona, I again uh, tried to find a job within customer service, since that was my experience. I worked for VIA uh, quite briefly. It is VIA, in short, is a um, um, shared Uber service, so to say. Mm. Uh, and then from then on, around December uh, last year, the project was downsized, so I found myself looking for another job. Honestly, I wasn't looking for a sales job, for a sales position. At the time, I was like, all right, I need a job. Let's get yeah. down to this. Find anything, <laughs> sales, customer yeah. service, whatever. Uh, of course, one big part was um, a good uh, financial salary, support. It's important. Um, and then I came through a recruitment agency. Mm -hmm. I initially applied for a job at another company. So when the recruitment agency called me, uh, Christina, she was like, hey, Alexandra, you applied for this position. Well, that position has been filled, but um, I think we might have another position open. Are you interested to join an interview? I was like, yeah, sure, of course. Please give mm -hmm. me a time and date. I'll be there. Uh, and so initially... Going to my interview at Bluebirds, I was thinking that I'm going at this other company that I applied at. So I had my research done for that job, for that company and everything else. Um, so I arrived at, at the offices for the interview. My first interview was with the recruitment um, agency, so with the interviewer. Um, and then she kind of told me, okay, what is the role about? Why did you apply? Um, what brought you into sales? And then, of course, when the interview starts, we're like, all right, let's get this. Why did I get into sales? I love <laughs> communicating. I love people. <laughs> I love being in touch with people. And then so on. I gave my, my little pitch, so to say. Yeah. So after the first interview, um, she was like, oh, well, you know what? Let me, get, let me get the person responsible for this job from the company. And you can go ahead, talk to him directly. I was like, okay. I, will, I wasn't expecting that. I was like, okay, let's see. So our marketing director now uh, comes, in the, comes in the room. Hi, Alexandra. How are you doing? Good to have you. And he starts off immediately. All right, two things. Who are you and why are you here? Mm -hmm. 
I was like, okay, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, of course, I, I, I gave him another pitch and so on. And then that's where he said, all right, Bluebirds does this and this. And I was like, in my mind, aha. Uh -huh. So I'm not for this position. I'm applying for Bluebirds. That's good to know. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, um, we had a great chat um, with Mark and about, so the two interviews, I had them uh, one after the other. Then after the interview, um, he said, we'll get in touch with you. We'll send you an email, do a little homework to see um, your skills, writing skills, speaking skills, and so on. And then two days after, um, I got confirmation that I got um, accepted into Bluebirds. <laughs> Wow. Yes, it was a, it was quite an experience. Um, the whole process, especially, well, having to find the job, landing into Bluebirds, I didn't know what Bluebirds does. And then when I I saw went to the offices, I met everyone. I felt I felt overwhelmed. It was great. It was amazing. Mm. Mm. That is a really cool story. So from Avon lady selling <laughs> cosmetics and products to your friends, and then. You know, the opportunity to speak to people face to face and in essence, you're kind of pitching a product, right? Yeah. And then going into kind of your first uh, feeling of like a startup vibe, working in kind of, a, as you say, customer service orientated people facing, you're speaking to a lot of people on a daily basis, you love communicating. That's kind of what gets your buzz. Um and the whole fact of going through that process with the recruitment agency and then coming up to uh, Bluebirds. And you mentioned a lot of key points there, such as like you did a bit of research to kind of figure out what's right for you and a little bit about the company. And then you get thrown into these meetings where you meet this one person and they come and get one of the people that started the company to sit down with you and kind of ask you again to yeah. pitch yourself, like, why are you here? And you did a valiant effort by the sounds of it and you, you got the role. And you said it was a really good learning experience uh, in itself. Um, kind of looking back on it, like you may have had a couple of fears of kind of, okay, what are they going to think about me and what should I be saying? Oh, definitely. Now that you're kind of in the role, kind of what advice would you have given to yourself for that person that was going through, that, that maybe going through the same process in the coming weeks? Right. Well, I will admit I was terrified. When I went into the interview, I was terrified, especially because, like I said, I wasn't expecting another person, another round of interviews straight away. Um, but what really helped me at the time was just thinking, all right, well, I will do my best. I will give 100% and whatever happens, happens. I'll just make sure that I do my best. And this is actually the advice that I would give to anyone looking for a job, applying for interview for different jobs, going to inter interviews. Just make sure that you do your best, you present yourself as naturally as possible, and just share your experience. That's some solid advice. Thank you so much for that, Alexandra. And again, guys, for anybody that's listening, I would really highly recommend taking these points in if you're thinking about joining a SaaS startup or going into this SDR role. Um, and going back to that point of like researching, so obviously as SDRs, we're researching companies, we're researching personas and profiles, etc. What was your research process like when you were looking for, you know, your job? I heard an element of salary, but what other things were you looking for? Right. So, well, first of all, the, the um, platforms that I used, LinkedIn, of course, was one of them. Um, I used a lot of Glassdoor, Indeed, um, so all the, the main uh, job advertisement platforms. So first of all, um, I would start with something that I'm familiar with and I have experience. So for me, in that case, was customer service representative. 
Um, so that is the, the main keyword that you input. You try to maybe filter by experience, entry level, or one-year experience, whatever your experience is. And then just go from there. Um, from one job to another, you find maybe skills that um, you also are good at. For example, communication, be that multitasking, whatever it is that you're confident you're good at. Put that in into the filters and then just, just browse in, <laughs> see what's out yeah. there. I love it. I love it. I went through like a similar thing, like when I was looking for jobs, like trying to get into sales. And I think sometimes I used to look at um, job specs where they would say, okay, these are your responsibilities and here are the requirements. And I'll be honest, like many years ago, there was things that I wasn't experienced in and I was fearful that I may not hit the mark because I lacked a lot, a certain lot of skills. How have you, like, when you've looked at specs and stuff like, if there are missing gaps, how do you view those things that you may not have today, but you know you want to aspire to getting at one point? How do you view that? Well, look, um, I will speak from, um, from an SDR perspective now. So going back, if, if there's anyone interested out there applying for an entry position, uh, position level as an SDR, my advice is don't focus so much on the requirements or the skills that you don't have. Rather, um, focus on the type of, um, on the, first of all, on the duties that you will be doing. See if it matches the personality, your person, personality and who you are, what you want to do. And then the skills, the SDR job is actually is, is a fantastic opportunity for anyone. Um, now, looking back, I see the SDR role as a key. So consider it, you've been given a key and it's up to you to use that key to open as many doors as you want or any doors that you want. Experience, that, that's the beauty of being an SDR. You don't need an experience. It's an entry-level position. Just make sure that the company that you're applying at, the product, you like it, you believe in it, and then you will build up the experience. Um, you can go from SDR, there's so many opportunities. You can go into marketing, sales enablement, um, sales ops, business development, anything. So. This is why I compared it, uh, compared it a little bit to a key. Um, you, you turn it and there's, there's just so much more into it. So experience will come. Don't worry about the, the skills that you don't have yet. Make sure that you are passionate about the role, about the company, about the product, about the, the things that you will do, about prospecting, talking to people. And then everything else will sort of fall into place as, as you go. That brought a tear to my SDR uh, eye. So, Alexandra, I'm, I really love that. The whole analogy of like a key to open all those doors. Um, and it's a similar thought that I used to have. Like, I remember I was reading like one of my uh, Facebook memories where I kind of put in the word, um, I was looking for the key to success, but I realized it's easier to kick the door in. There you go, and yes. Try to knock on as many doors as you can. But you're right, like, um, it's, it is like an entry level into a company, not just into sales, right? Yeah. And there are so many different avenues that you can go down. And I think I've met a lot of people that have been in the SDR position that have gone into marketing, like you say, they've gone into customer success, they've gone into operations, but you're, you've got like a front row seat to a exactly. company. And you know, you can you can go into different ways. And as you said, like in time, those skills and experiences have come in. So what would you say, like, if you were to pick three of them, like the three favorite skills that you did pick up in the, like, the last year that you're, you're really happy to have learned? Uh, what would you say are those three things that you've learned? Well, first of all, research. Um, research is key, um, especially when you're in a startup environment. So everything is 
sort of a big experiment. So you have to do a lot of research, see see what's out there, make connections. Um, this is something that I love. Um, as a person, I love learning new things. So every opportunity that I get to learn something, I, I utilize it. So one will be research. Um, second is well, connected to research, making making those connections. So you have to have an open mind and be be open to learning new things and connecting them all together. So see, for example, in your role as an SDR, see how your role um, connects with marketing. See how your role as an SDR connects with sales within the company, uh, within the industry as a whole. So just learning as much as you can. And then the learning opportunity, it was the best for me. Um, it is, it is still, and it has been, um, it has been an amazing experience. The, the amount of, of content, the amount of experience that you get out of, out of the job as an SDR, it's, it's really amazing. That's so cool. And a question I love to, I used to ask prospects and I still ask clients today is we all learn in different ways. So some people are uh, audio learners, so they like to listen to things. Some people are visual learners, so they like to watch things. And other people love to read up on things and perhaps look into the technical detail. How do you best learn when you're taking in new information, Alexandra? So I'm definitely a person that goes into the little details, technical details. I'm very visual as well, but I really... When I learn, I try to, for example, I read a piece of, of, of text or a piece of paragraph. So in my mind, I go in behind the words, behind the paragraph, like why it has been written this way. What can I connect it with that I know? So going into very, very technical details um, and, and just being able to, to make the connections. I love it. And to be honest, guys, um, so opening up a little bit, she, Alexandra, you made a connection with me earlier this year where, guys, I was on the receiving end of Alexandra's uh, prospecting. And I'll be honest with you, I, I do read all emails where I get outbounded because I'm always looking to see if there's something I can learn from it. And the way that you approached me, I, I think I was working at a client called Intua at the time, yeah. and your email had hit my inbox and I opened it and I was just like, wow, okay, <laughs> this is a little bit different. Um, what I would love to know, um, and maybe to share your trade secrets a little bit, what was the research that you took upon before you reached out to me and kind of what was the outcome? Where did we end up, Alexandra? Sure. Let, let me let me back up and go from the beginning then. Yeah, please. So when I was prospecting Neil, it was actually during uh, quarantine time here in Barcelona. Uh, it was March or April, somewhere around that time. Um, and I had this company in my pipeline in 2.0. I see Neil actually um, signed up for one of our webinars with Chris Bertuzzi. Uh, and a couple of days later, the webinar happened. I'm like, right. Now I need to reach out to Neil, see see how he liked it, and uh, get him to vibe the words, you know, <laughs> get him out there. So uh, my research first, of course, um, going into your LinkedIn profile, seeing your bio, um, what have you written there, what do you like, what do you like to talk about, your experiences at, at Intuo and previous experiences. Activity feed, especially, which is super important. What does Neil do in LinkedIn? Does he post something? What does he like? What is he engaging with? The types of content. Then, of course, happy selling. So I saw it was really great actually when I when I saw your profile and I saw the whole concept of happy selling and helping SDRs. 
I was thrilled. I was like, oh my God, yes, that's the guy to talk to. He will get me. I know what to say to this guy. He, he deals with SDRs like me. And actually for me, I didn't, I didn't look at it as, as, as an opportunity to sell as much of, as much as opportunity to learn. So I was like, all right, so he's an amazing coach. I'm going to try and do my best, like, well, do my pitch and actually try to learn from him. What will his feedback be? How, how will he like it? And so I think we also spoke on the phone. Um, I started mm -hmm. with, the, with the webinar. <laughs> so hello, Neil. This is Alexandra calling <laughs> regarding the webinar. And I remember um, at first, um, it was, it, I was actually four months into the role. So I was super nervous. Um, having this person that is really experienced, knows a lot about the industry, about SDRs, about prospecting. And probably you could hear it in my voice that it was shaking and trembling, <laughs> just trying to, to hang on there. <laughs> but I went through the whole pitch and then we, you discussed it, how, okay, I like the transition. I went from the webinar to Bluebirds. And then now thinking back, of course, I did a lot of talking. So that was, that is one point that I would change. But it was a great learning experience, just being able to, to, to learn from, from that and from everything else. It helped me improve. So now I know when I call for a webinar or something else, I'm not going to go on and ramble. I'm going to be <laughs> short and to the point. <laughs> I love it. And you did the research on my profile. You kind of saw kind of what is the, the field that I'm in, kind of like, where do I work? What's my past experiences? This is really great research and intel building. Um, and you said a magic piece here that you perceived me not so much as a sales lead. It would be nice if we can get Neil yeah. into, you know, book a demo for Bluebirds and close him in. Um, but you thought this is an opportunity to learn from someone. And this reminded me of me being an SDR where, okay, if I was selling to a VP of sales and marketing, I'd always want to connect with them because the end goal would be, yes, I'd love them to fall in love with my solution. I'm like, if you're an industry leader, I could learn a hell of a lot, which could help me in my position and make me better, you know? And uh, I remember vividly sitting in my kitchen when I was doing some work for Intuo. We was building out a, a deck on cold calling, funny enough. All right. <laughs> and it was an afternoon. I think it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Nice uh, springtime afternoon. And then I got a phone call from a number, which I didn't recognize. And not many people have my number. And I was like, hmm. Who, who's this? <laughs> and I answered the call and you went in and yes, I could hear those nerves, but I love to hear that because you're giving it a shot. You're trying and I will never shoot somebody down. I will allow them to speak, but you effortlessly introduced yourself. You really brought in the relevance as to kind of uh, why you were calling. Uh, and Trish Batuzzi, the person that's written the book that I, I love, the, uh, the, pre the sales development playbook, that was yeah. super relevant for me because again, I was trying to build out plays. And you were looking to ask for feedback and I was honest and saying, look, I didn't have a chance to look at the webinar because I was quite busy. But the way that you ran that call inspired me so much that I remember actually reaching out to you and saying, is there any way, Alexandra, that you could transcribe the yeah. phone call that you'd just done with me? Because I want to share it with my SDRs to say, this is how, because we were doing webinars as well. And I said, this is how we should be following up. Like here is a blueprint and bless you. You actually did that for me. And obviously there wasn't an end result of getting in time with bluebirds. But what I offered back to you was if you ever, ever need help as an SDR, call on me, like ask it of me and I'll be more than happy to help. And I'm happy to say 
we did take your template, we did use it, and we had a lot of successes. So I have to say a huge thank you. And thank it's you. the impact that you made on me as a coach that I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to give this lady the time of day if she needs it at any time. So I'm really happy that you prospected me. You did it in a really good way. Um, and again, guys, if you ever want to get in touch with Alexandra to get her tips and tricks, <laughs> by all means, reach out. So I'll make sure I'll put links uh, in the show notes, sure. um, which leads me on to kind of the next topic, which is really interesting, I think. Um, when I was looking at your LinkedIn profile, I saw uh, Sales Hacker. So for a lot of people out there, Sales Hacker is a huge community for sales and sales development, something I've always wanted to be involved in. I always read their blogs and posts, and I actually share it with SDRs like when we need tips, etc. Um, but what is the story behind you and kind of working with Sales Hacker, Alexandra? Yep. So as a Sales Hacker, um, I'm a founding member uh, at the Sales Hacker community. Um, it's a volunteer uh, experience. So as a founding member, I am there to support um, in discussions, start discussions, answer questions, and that sort of things. And how I came into touch with Sales Hackers, it was actually, again, during quarantine time, um, I believe it was around April, though, those uh, those months, April, March. And I first joined their uh, LinkedIn group. So the sales hacker group, I found it through another prospect, I think, or, or LinkedIn network. Um, I joined the group. Hey, I'm happy to join. I've heard so much about it. Glad to share share the experience. And then one day, I think it was Colin, Colin Campbell, uh, he, he posted um, a post on the group. Saying, "Hey guys, um, we're we're start of sort of start, uh, starting a new project. It's going to be a surprise, and we need as much help as we can get. So whoever wants to to join and to help, just um, type I'm in." And it got me curious, you know, the whole approach of, "Hey, there's a surprise coming. If you want to contribute, join. You know, whoever you are. Mm-hmm. There was no requirement, no nothing. If you want to join, join." And that got my attention. I was like, yeah, sure. I'm in quarantine. I have nothing else to do at home all day. I'm going to join. Yeah. So I typed I'm in in the comments. And then Colin uh, reached out through LinkedIn message um, saying a little bit more about um, sales hackers, how they are, are building something new. And that sent me an invite to the Slack channel where all the founding members were part of giving instructions and so on. And that kind of developed in the background in secret. So nothing was out there. It was only the, the people who signed up for it that knew. And yeah, the, the idea was to start a community for the sales professionals, for sales leaders, for SDRs, for all professionals into the industry, a community um, which offers help, um, offers, it's sort of like a safe space. So if you want to ask someone uh, some a question or if you want to share your experience, that's that's the community to go. And it's so great that the way that they involved so many people and and how it is open, what I really like about Sales Hacker is the fact that at any time that you post a question or a discussion, you start a discussion, there's always someone there to answer. There's always someone there to support you, to share their experience, to give you advice. And of course, the, the more it has evolved now, we create a lot of um, AMAs, webinars. We try to bring in as many professionals in the industry to just connect with each other and share our amazing stories, our experiences, advices, and everything. That is so beautiful. And I love the whole 
concept of a community because I think coming up as an SDR when I was younger, it was a case of I knew there was other SDRs out there in the world and they'd either work at competitor companies so we wouldn't speak or they worked in different industries and verticals so we didn't find it relevant. But I'm finding more and more that SDRs are kind of like joining together sales professions, they're doing these communities, they're doing these hubs to share best practices because we're all trying to reach uh, the same goal. But I also love it with that, your involvement, how you kind of got into it through the LinkedIn post with Mr. Campbell. Um, and then it was kind of in stealth mode, but you're there to support each other. And I think it's always great to have these type of channels because knowledge is a powerful thing, but when it's shared, it's, you know, it's put out there and it's it's something that something tangible that people can get hooked into they can receive the support so obviously like you're in Barcelona and um you're talking to international people what kind of cool friends or kind of network connections have you made off the back of this and how has it impacted your you know your sales career well as a as a as an SDR of course our job is to get as many connections as possible with everyone within the within the industry but um, what's cool about sales hacker is that because they have such a huge and large network, um, so when, when I have it there in, in my LinkedIn, hey, I'm a founding member, I help or participate in the community itself, you can see my questions, you can see my discussions, my answers. And just being able to, to share the connection, the experience with so many professionals, it has helped me build a huge network, especially in the States, because mainly that's where sales hackers is based. Um, so now I have, let's say I have my network in Europe because of my job, because of my um, companies and connections that I, I work with. And then sales hackers in the States. I have connected with so many wonderful um, sales thought leaders and it has been amazing experience. And I have to say that one of the reasons that I actually joined sales hacker was not only because I had a lot of time and I was bored in quarantine. <laughs> yeah. It was actually because um, this is something that I was looking for. You know, when I when I first joined and I started as an SDR, I had no experience. So I was like, okay, I, I need to learn like how, how, how to be an SDR. What should I do? What should I say? How should I send an email? And so on. So, of course, you get that support from the company. I got that from Bluebirds and our amazing team. I had constant support. But you kind of want to see what's out there. So how do other people do it? You know, how do my colleagues, bigger companies, smaller companies, what's out there, basically? And as I was looking into this, researching how, how, how to become a better SDR, mm -hmm. I was actually thinking, well, you know what? At that time, there was a lot of um, posts going around LinkedIn about sales leaders and, and processes and so on. And I was like thinking, hey, I see, I see the role of an SDR such such an important and crucial role, why is no one talking about it? Like we mm. do, of course, the other jobs are really hard, but we do, yeah. we do quite a lot, you know, <laughs> it's super important yeah. what we do. I was like, yeah. how come we're not being mentioned? How come there's no space for me to share it? And then when I saw Sales Hacker launching, I was like, oh my God, it was actually the best timing. It was the best opportunity for me. I was like, yes, this is the place. I can go here, ask questions, post questions, and get the support that I need from outside. Perfect timing. And I always think that things don't just happen by coincidence. It's always, it's destined to happen because kind of like this whole podcast, I thought the exact same thing. I'd always see a lot of content from sales leaders that have been there, done that, worn the t-shirt, but 
the actual SDRs who do a lot of the, the legwork, the hard work of getting people interested in companies, you guys, we have a hard job, you know, trying to convince yeah. people. And even though that I was an SDR many years ago and I still have to be an SDR for my own company, I was just like, that community, the vibe, sharing best practices, so that when we connected early this year and I said, hey, Alexander, I've got this really cool idea for a podcast for new SDRs, we were both smiling because we were on the same wavelength. Yeah. Um, so obviously we have our podcast here, but like with Sales Hacker, if I'm an SDR and I'm brand new to the role, what's the best way that I could get involved with Sales Hacker or you know, what advice could I get from you? Yeah, well, in Sales Hacker, I would really suggest the, the channel of sales development. So that is kind of the one of the busiest channels where you get all the hot tips or all the hot gossip about sales, sales development, prospecting. And that's also the channel that I'm most active at. So if you have any questions about prospecting, about fears or, you know, anything you have regarding sales, I would really re recommend that channel. Go to sales development. Perfect, guys. So you're listening. So definitely I'll put in... Uh, in the show notes, like contact details for uh, Alexandra. And if, if it's something you want to get involved with or if, if you can point them in the right direction, that'd be super appreciated. Definitely. So um, as we're coming towards the end, I'd really like to know, like um, I know before the podcast, we sp spoke about progression and updates with yourself, kind of like what's going on in your world in terms of next steps. What's happening in your world, Alexandra? <laughs> well, um, there's a lot happening. <laughs> so apart from being an SDR Surviving Corona, surviving quarantine, being here in this podcast, which is an amazing opportunity for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Neil. <laughs> um, what I'm really excited about is that um, I have been given the chance to contribute into another role within the company. It is something that I was looking into um, in for the future. So what I want to do for the future is transition into a sales enablement position. Because mm. I love learning, I love technical details, I, I want to see how everything connects. I thought that that is a perfect fit for what I want to do and my skills. And so now I've been given a, a chance to contribute into that um, area, into the new business development side of, of our business. And that is actually something that I'm super excited about. Um, I'm stressed, I'm very nervous <laughs> because I asked for it, now I have to deliver. <laughs> But no, I am super excited about it. Just having the chance and the opportunity to to contribute into something else apart from my role as an SDR, which I think is key for I would I would say for for any SDR. This is this is what I would my piece of advice, I guess, is that try to learn as much as you can from anyone, from anything within your role, because there's so many opportunities, there's so many things that you can do apart from being an SDR. If you want, of course, you can go in and just focus on booking meetings and then getting your quota up and whatnot. But if you really want to, to develop as a person, as a professional, try to learn, be passionate about learning. Um, and this is, this is what I've done within my company here at Bluebirds. This is what I do as a person in my personal life. I try to get out as much as possible out of anything. And um, well, I am being given, like, it's working. <laughs> I have been given this opportunity and I'm super <laughs> excited about it. I love it. I think that is solid advice and your, your key takeaways. And as a, an, a coach, somebody that did that role and then went into kind of enablement, I'm so proud to see you actually taking that step. 
And I want to save this because <clears throat> we're definitely going to have to get you back as a future guest to see how this all panned out. <laughs> yes. Um, but you're very right. You have to be careful what you ask of the universe because you'll be surprised when it comes back and it says, okay, Alexandra, are you ready <laughs> there you to go? go? <laughs> and the stress, yeah, it's nerves. But I think if we go back to Avon lady that was selling cosmetics and products <laughs> and then getting like uh, fired up in front of like these this marketing director at Bluebirds, you did it. I think you're going to be able to do it again. I 100% believe in you. Um, and yeah, I, I look forward to bringing you back as a future guest on the SDR Disco Call podcast. Sure. <laughs> um, but before we part ways, I just wanted to know, are there any special shout outs, anything interesting the listeners should be aware of? Yeah, of course. So first of all, a big shout out to our sales hacker community, to all members, all the managing members, community, um, uh, managers, everyone there. Um, guys, go there. You have to check out the community. Go ask a question, start a discussion, and you'll see you'll see like your life will change. Literally, it's out there. You have support. Everyone supports you. Big shout out to Happy Selling, <laughs> Disco Calls, to Neil. He's an amazing thank coach. You. And thank you so much for having me here for this amazing opportunity. Um, another big shout out to Obgen. Um, Obgen, it's a community um, powered by Bluebirds. But it is actually... Unlike other communities, it is a content community. So mm. it's a community where it gathers all the sales leaders, all sales professionals, and have sort of all their content in one place. So if you want to check out what Trish Bertuzzi um, has published recently, you can find it there. Aaron Ross, we have Sarah Brazer. So all these professionals, if you want to have one place and see what they do, you can go there and check that out. And uh, yes, a big shout out to everyone, every SDR, they're working hard, worrying, you know, just stay strong and get through it. <laughs> You've got so much passion and energy. I love it. And I love the community-based work and you're there to really support and help other people. I love that. I genuinely feel that yeah, there are big things to come from you, Alexander, and I can't wait to get you back as a guest. Um, and for anybody out there, I'm going to put all these links and all this information in the show notes so that you can access it. Uh, and Alexandra, like I always ask guests, if they want to get in touch with you, what is the best channel to get in touch with yourself? Yeah, uh, That will be LinkedIn. So you can find me on LinkedIn. I'm quite active there. I try to stay online and just mingle around, network. Whatever you have, any questions, any suggestions, whatever it is, you can reach me through LinkedIn. Perfect. Alexandra Andre, thank you so much for joining today. Um, I wish you all the best of luck in future endeavors and we'll get, definitely get you back in, as I've said multiple times, because I really want to get you back in. Yes. Uh, but most importantly, thank you and uh, happy selling, Alexandra. Thank you so much, Neil. Thank you for having me and um, happy selling as well. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to the SDR Disco Call podcast today. We would like to get this message out to more and more sales development reps, so please like, comment, and share in your local podcast provider. If you don't want to miss a show, you can always send a blank email to SDR Disco Call, one word, at bcast, which is B-C-A-S-T dot email, and you'll be added to our mailing list. We're also on the lookout for new guests, so if you work in the world of sales development as an SDR, BDR, MDR, or ADR, and feel that you have an important message or story to share, feel free to email us at podcast at happyselling.io, and we'd love to have you on board.